Welcome to the first episode of the Delisted Podcast. I'm Michael Kay, and I want to introduce you to um, my co-host and co-shitster, I guess, Allison. Oh, hi. hi, Michael. Hi. Happy day after hump day. What's today? Thursday. 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 Yeah. Happy day after hump day. I can't believe we're doing this. We've been working on this yeah. for... A long time. I don't even know. A long time. I can't believe this is happening. And as like people who read Delisted know, Allison's in Toronto. Yes. I'm in California. And yes. we we have no budget, so we're not together in one studio. We didn't meet in where's where's between Toronto and California? Like Kansas? Geography. Is that math? I no, think it is no, I think it's Kansas. It's like yeah, right in between. So we're not in a studio in Kansas somewhere. No. We're you know talking- what my Keep up the fantasy, Michael. Pretend that we have the budget where we can fly each other out to Kansas, to a beautiful studio in the middle it's a of glamorous Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. Where where all the hottest podcasters are. No disrespect to Kansas, of course. Have you been to Kansas? Oh, yeah, I've driven through Kansas, yeah. What like where did you drive through? All, like when I say th- when I drove through Kansas, I mean I drove all through Kansas cuz one year I drove from Toronto to LA when I when mm. I first started working for your delisted. And um, that's how I got there is I drove and it took me like a full day to drive through Kansas. And did you stop anywhere? What fast food places do they have? McDonald's. Crystal? They had, Mac- they had a McDonald's. Kansas? Oh, they have nothing like they didn't have that specific Kansas. I didn't drive through like a big part of Kansas. I don't know what that would be. Like maybe we're like Dorothy's houses or something. But like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I drove through like side roads. So like literally it was one of those things where my car was like running out of gas. And I was like, okay, I have to stop at McDonald's. Have to. Like I wouldn't have anyway. And uh, yeah, and then I kept driving. And then before I knew it, I was in Colorado. Well, there, yeah, you, there go. you go. And to the one person who's listening to this, this is what you can expect from us is amazing talk about Kansas. So today is August 9th. Yes. So when you're listening to this, I don't know how long, like since this is the first episode, we have to record it and then we have to send it off for Apple, Spotify, who the hell ever, to approve. So by the time that gets approved, it's probably going to be what? Probably like... Uh, January. So you're going to be... Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. I hope you had a great evening in New York City watching the ball drop, where I assume you all are. (laughs) Because that's what people do, right? Mm, Yeah. I've never been to New York. I just um, assume that's what you do. I did that once, but we'll talk about yeah. that later. So it's August yes. 9th. So a lot of these stories are probably going to be old. And maybe some of these people that we're going to be talking about are even dead now or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. But Imagine. just go with it. It'll be fresher in the future, hopefully. Yeah. A little fresher, like a little fresher. Yeah. But before we start, as everyone knows, I love Dynasty. So Allison came up with this little bit where I'm going to give her two... Have, did you watch Dynasty? No. <laughs> ne- have you... Fuck you. Have you seen one episode? This is where this is where I get fired from D-Listed. This is where... You guys are listening right live how I'm going to get fired. I'm getting my two weeks right now. I've never seen an episode of Dynasty. No. You've seen clips. I think I'm too young for Dynasty. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, my God. You call me an old bitch. And no shade. you don't... <laughs> And you're no. an uneducated. When I'm old as hell. You know what? I know. I didn't watch Dynasty. I watched the Canadian education system let you down oh, yeah. by not showing Dynasty. Oh yeah! Shout out Ontario Public Schools. No, I didn't watch Dynasty. Instead, I think the closest that I came to like watching like a soap opera like that would be like The Beachcombers. Is that Canadian? And yeah, it's not glamorous at all. It's like seaplanes no. and like fisheries and stuff. That's like that was our Dynasty, I guess. 
Okay, yeah. so but you know the you know I know the characters. Yeah, I know Dynasty, and I've like picked up enough through you and just through like yeah, I know Dynasty. Okay, so I'm going to give you two. Parts. Okay, one is from a Dynasty character, okay. one is from a celebrity who is not a Dynasty character. Okay, okay, first okay. quote. I'm sick of being humble. I really am. So sorry I'm rich. So sorry I'm married to a movie star. So sorry I'm not so bad looking. No sorries. Enough. Second. Okay. Everyone knows we get paid a lot of money. So why pretend otherwise? Okay. So the first one, I know this one. And I know it should be a, it should be a dynasty quote. Like she should be a dynasty character. And it's Catherine Zeta-Jones bragging about being a rich wife. So you're saying the second one is a dynasty I character? I think it's a dynasty character, but I also think that maybe I think this game is rigged. I think that that might also be another quote. No, it's a, I'm going to Okay, can I just guess the character that said it? Crystal Cannington. Carrington. Oh my <laughs> god, Cannington. You're fired. We're done. So that's your final Yeah, answer? my first one is Catherine Zeta-Jones. My second one is Crystal or the one with the blonde hair. Okay. You were right the first time I tricked you. They're both Catherine <gasps> Zeta-Jones. She's basically a real-life dynasty character, so She it is works. also, doesn't her name sound kind of like a dynasty character? Totally, Catherine Zeta-Jones-Douglas. Totally. Everything about her. Everything about her. She's okay, so let's dive in. And the first story we're going to shove our noses into is the Brangelina debacle. Yeah. And by the time you listen to this, they probably would have killed each other. Literally, yeah. by now. But there's a lot to get into. And we could probably do a whole, like, serial-type podcast on this, like, 10 episodes. Yeah. But I'm going to try and, like, you know, scrunch we it We could down. get a Netflix deal for, like, a show about this, but, you know, we're not. We're not greedy like that. We're giving it away for free. <laughs> we're giving it away for yeah. free. So, um, Angelina filed for divorce in September 2016, two yes. years ago. And the reason was because, you know, Brad, supposedly Brad's, you know, a dr- at the time, a drunk stoner who yelled at the kids so it's, he's like did, have you ever seen that fake uh berenstein bears cover mean drunk yes that's that's him that's what he, she says yeah he is. papa bear yeah so during uh, the past two years they mostly fought about custody arrangements yeah. she wants sole custody and she wants him to get visitation rights so she wants the children all to herself yeah. um right now they mainly live with her they visit him uh, every now and again, and they get supervision. So that's what they've kind of been fighting about. But recently, they have been fighting about money, which is like, I never would think that they, because they both shit money, would fight they about money. They seem too classy. But they're fighting about money. Yeah. So what started all this was there was a rumor that uh, Angie's lawyer, the legendary Laura Wasser, Wasser, is, is that how you say it? I would it? say so. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. That Laura Wasser quit being Angie's lawyer because Angie is crazy and wants to destroy Brad's relationship with the kids. Uh, Angie denied that Laura Wasser quit, but then we found out she has a new lawyer. So I think Laura Wasser quit. Her new lawyer, um, Samantha Blay Dijon. The best name. My favorite drag queen. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite RuPaul's Drag Race queen uh, filed papers. So her, she got a new lawyer. And the new lawyer filed papers saying that Brad is barely paying for the kids and that Angie wants meaningful child support. Brad hit back 
in his own legal docs, and this is all through docs, document, legal documents, which is another level of weird. Yeah. Um, he fought back in his own legal docs saying, say, saying he's given her $1.3 million so far and loaned her $8 million to go toward a new home. Page six of sources also said that Brad has paid millions for the kids' therapy. It did not end there. Angie's lawyer shot back again, saying that she was forced to buy a new house because Brad kicked her and the kids out and Anne kept all the furniture. And that the $8 million loan he gave her, he's charging her interest on, and she has to pay him back. She said she's going to pay him back, but she also wants him to pay 50% of the kids' expenses, and she wants back child support. Yes. So Brad's side responded again, basically echoing, echoing is the wrong word, repeating that um, he's given her $1.3 million. Yes. So on top of all of that, when Brad and Angie first filed for divorce and they were fighting, they decided to keep, they said, we're going to keep it private. We're going to take it by and close the doors. So now that things aren't private anymore, Brad's sources are saying that she's bringing this public to play dirty. And that's why she has a new lawyer because Laura Wasser would not play dirty and didn't want to make it public. Yeah. So here we are. Yeah. It's like, and I remember when they were like, I remember, it really wasn't that long ago, but like when they were. It was like yesterday. No, but when they were married, it felt like they were so like private and classy. Like. Well, she's known for like controlling the. Yeah. And so it's kind of, but like this is turning into like very like K-fed. Like, I feel like... I oh, feel yeah, like it's like reality show trash divorce. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Federline doesn't even leak shit to the press like this. Like, it's... it, But they're so... It's so exciting, though. Like, I don't... I never found them to be exciting. Allison, exciting children are involved. I know, That's I know. I but hear. you know what? Children. Those, those children are richer than I will ever be. They probably use, like, brand name toothpaste. So I can't... You know, my sympathy is on the low side. But they're just so... When I say it's exciting, I mean, like... If they'd brought this kind of drama and interest to By the Sea, I probably would have watched it. <laughs> that shit was good. I'm sorry. You got to get drunk and watch it. It's so good because it's so bad. It's like... I fell asleep. <laughs> well, I fell asleep and then you basically just white, wake up to her crying. And then you fall asleep again and you wake up to her crying again. And you take like 20 minute nap. She just cries the whole so time. That's, so, so that's what you're saying is it's basically Brad Pitt's life right now where he like takes a nap, wakes up. Angelina's crying on the phone. He takes another nap. Screaming, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. What what also surprised me is like, how does she not have eight million dollars? I know she has Tomb Raider money. Oh, she has, I don't know, I'm not even sure. Maleficent, yeah, she, she, she yeah, she has money. Disney she has, money. And and why would okay? Let's say you need, let's say you're Angelina Jolie and you need eight million dollars. Right. Why would you ask your ex go to check into cash, go somewhere else? Why would you ask? Yes. Him. Also, that whole, I know, like, you don't, and also in the story, too, I remember reading that, like, they, Brad Pitt is, like, charging her interest and, like, making her pay back payments and stuff, like yeah. a real loan. It's like, why would you not just go get an actual loan from a loan place? Yeah, or you're Angelina Jolie, you know rich people. Yes! Ask them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but if Angelina Jolie, like, cut off her hair, I'm sure she could sell it on eBay for, like, $8 million. Like, she doesn't need oh, to Oh, yeah, her it. fans are crazy. They'll pay $80 million. Yeah. They'll sell their whole families yeah. just for, a like, a string a of d- A dandruff flake. And furthermore, <laughs> lawyers, <laughs> lawyers, like, love money. Yeah. So she has to be real crazy. <laughs> 
for a lawyer to be like, oh no, I don't want, you know, I don't want to make all this money from yeah. the, from this divorce. Laura Wasser probably put in as many swimming pools in her backyard as she could handle, and she's like, okay, look, I don't need anything else. There's there's no reason to keep working on this. My kid could go to college four different times. And I know we're supposed to have like sympathy for like. Angelina like the fact that like they got kicked out of their house which she's got my sympathy there that sucks but like him keeping all the furniture who cares six kids have been like sitting on those couches and stuff like just throw them out go to room to go go to room to go okay so I think this is a good spot to move from one long drawn out Hollywood mess to another that's my beautiful segue into talking about I love that segue. The Oscars, yes. or should I say the new and improved cool millennial Oscars. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, aka AMPAS, which I love that acronym so much, AMPAS, they announced this week that they've decided to make some changes to this year's ceremony and ceremonies going forward. Um, and obviously we all hoped that change would be that Rob Lowe and Snow White would open the show every single year, but that's not it. What year was that? Uh, I believe it was 1987. Oh my God, you don't know I think that. I do. Someone at, home, you do. someone at home is yelling right now being like, it was 84, bitch. But like... The one person listening. <laughs> yeah, me later on going, okay, Allison, I looked it up. Um, <laughs> anyway, sometime in the 80s, let's say. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's not happening. What they're doing though is... They're moving the ceremony from being, you know, 16 hours long to like a tight three hours, which I think. Yeah, because it's usually like four hours. It right? clocks in. It, You know what? I don't think it's ever been four hours. No, the. the I think it has. The like yeah. Moonlight La La Land year. I believe that was like four hours and one minute. So generally they're th- like three hours, 59 minutes, which is so stupid. Like who cares? Yeah. But I mean, do I watch every minute of it? I do. Um, yeah. So. And we. And every minute we're, why is it so goddamn long? Yeah, the whole time I'm like, oh, can I fast forward this? You're lucky, though. You get to watch it on California time. I'm up till, like, midnight watching that. Yeah, that's true. That's the one good thing about living here is, like, yeah, you all are, like, it's the next day. Yeah, I'm, like, sitting there. Like, my bedtime is, like, 10. You're you're eating cereal. Yeah. (laughs) You're eating cereal while watching, like, the best picture. Blow-drying my hair being, like, okay. All right, so um, they're doing it at three hours, which is great. I can get behind that. Not this year, but the next year, they're going to start moving um, all the ceremonies up to the beginning of February rather than the end of February. And I think some of them were in March, too. So now it's like, you know, all the movie awards will happen all at the same time. Golden Globes will happen. And then like a couple weeks later, Oscars will happen. Great. Well, I think the BAFTAs had to push because the Oscars is going to be earlier. So they had to push earlier. So now everyone's like, I think, pushing earlier. Everyone's like cramming and like everyone still has like New Year's Eve hangovers. Which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need I don't need award season to go until the summer. Like six exactly. Months, yeah. But the big one that people are getting really really excited about, and by excited I mean roasting the hell out of on Twitter and just the internet, is that they're adding a new category for outstanding achievement in popular film. So basically, if you missed the MTV basically movie Marvel. awards, basically best Marvel, yeah, yeah, Batman, they're gonna give Batman an award. The end. That's DC, but yes. <laughs> so same thing yeah same so thing. everybody's kind of pissed off because it's like there's 24 categories a whole bunch of them now are going to get like you know moved into being announced during commercial breaks because you know who cares and now they're adding this one that is you know it, it, i mean all look all the awards are who cares but this is the biggest who cares of them all so it's just one category best popular film that is so or, weird yeah so the it's it's popular film but it's outstanding achievement which is really vague and doesn't make any 
like it doesn't tell you what it is. It's not like best makeup or best song. So there's still like best picture, yes. which is and then best popular movie. Now, do they say like what constitutes a popular movie? Like did it have to make like a hundred million? No, no, five hundred million. They've released like no information. They're just like saying like they said the word popular, they were hoping that people would get excited and you know, the opposite has happened. But I mean, yeah. Again, it's like... It, well, I know, like, people are pissed, but yeah. I don't, like, see a problem with them trying to get more viewers yeah. because then, you know, when you get more viewers, they maybe they'll watch, like, these, you know, indie movies, and those indie movies will make some money. You know, yeah. not You know, but I think, like, the whole popular thing is weird. The popular thing feels very, like, Golden Globes. I mean, these movies have already won $1 billion. They don't need yeah. another award. Their prize is money. And like it, they, but again, they don't really specify what kind of like what's going to constitute. They they didn't issue the rubric for what the breakdown is. So like, can it be any film? Like, can somebody nominate like, you know, whoever didn't get injured doing the Shiggy challenge as you know outstanding achievement in a popular film? Because <laughs> they should get it. Airbud. Airbud is popular. It's an outstanding achievement to get that dog to dunk a basketball. The Oscars is a joke. So at least, like, they're keeping it, you know, real. And after years and years of pretending, it's all about, like, the art. Yeah. Like, when they pretended it was the art, when they gave... I looked this up. Like, what were the some of the worst? Right. And one was, like, Harry and the Hendersons won Best Makeup. That makeup is awful. Oh. It is awful. Like, Alf wears better makeup and he don't even wear makeup but there you go i mean and my hope is that they show it after the in memoriam segment because i feel like that's a nice juxtaposition someone singing somewhere over the rainbow and then being like all right guys time to give friggin ant man and the wasp an oscar and that's probably gonna be it so let's let's move on from another oscar thing to another oscar (laughs) from one oscar thing to another oscar thing casey affleck so um during his Oscar campaign for uh, Manchester, Manchester is that how you say it with a New England Manchester? I think so. Odyssey? Manchester. So during his whole campaign for that in uh, 2017, 2017, a st- the story resurfaced of how he was sued by two women who worked on um, the mockumentary "I'm Still Here." They filed. They both filed sexual harassment lawsuits in 20. 20- 10 against him. One producer, um, she accused him of making unwanted sexual advances toward her. And another one said that he had assaulted her while she was asleep. Like, he groped her while she was asleep. He settled with the both of them. They can't talk about it because, you know, they signed, you know, a shut up clause. <laughs> so he's talking about it now. He's promoting something. I don't know what he's promoting. Who cares? But he's promoting something. And he told the Associated Press that he's embarrassed by it, and he's never been accused of anything like that. Is that a plane? Yeah, it is. I live on. I'm surprised you caught that, but I live under a flight path. Oh, you yeah. do? Yeah. So I, I like. What, what is that? What am I listening to? So, um, he said he never been accused of anything like that, and he wants to respect the privacy of the women the same way they've respected his. And then he went on to say, "So I'm going to spit out this." Long quote, this is where you can go to the bathroom or do whatever you need to do. Okay. Over the past couple of years, I've been listening a lot to this conversation, this public conversation, and learned a lot. 
I kind of moved from a place of being defensive to one of a more mature point of view, trying to find my own culpability. And once I did that, I discovered there, were, there was a lot to learn. I was a boss. I was one of the producers on the set. This movie was shot in 2008, 2009, and I was one of the producers. And it was a crazy mockumentary, a very unconventional movie. The cast was the crew, and the crew was kind of the cast, and it was an unprofessional environment. And you know, the buck had to stop with me being one of the producers. And I have to accept responsibility for that, and that was a mistake. And I contributed to that unprofessional environment, and I tolerated that kind of behavior from other people, and I wish that I hadn't. And I regret a lot of that. I really did not know what I was responsible for as the boss. I don't even know if I thought of myself as the boss. But I behaved in a way that, in a way, and allowed others to behave in a way that was really unprofessional, and I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for reading that whole fucking thing. This is boring. But that's uh, what he said. It's nice, though. I mean, a publicist worked really hard on that statement. So, Oh, no, they needed to work yeah. harder. Calling it unprofessional. Like, unprofessional is showing up drunk and stoned, which, by the way, I'm being unprofessional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking tea. <laughs> but, that, but that's unprofessional, not, like, touching, touching someone while they're sleeping. Yeah, okay. I thought the exact same thing. Every time he mentioned unprofessional, I was like... I knew... Yeah, it, it's yeah. like unprofessionals when you fart on a conference call and then say, oh, shit, my bad. I was thinking that, too. We were on the same yeah. page with the farting. Yeah, him saying unprofessional is like, unprofessional is like if he called everyone pal on set. Like, that's unprofessional. Not unprofessional. I don't know. If some if some guy I didn't like was calling me pal and buddy, I'd be like, that's unprofessional. Call me miss. No, calling you bitch and cunt, that's unprofessional, but pal is I work under a Canadian level of uh, professional, so right. it's like you're not right. apologizing to someone. That's Go to HR for that. And if he, would, like, if he was really sorry, he would give up his Oscar and he would give it to Michelle. Did you see this movie? Um, I saw several trailers of it. Okay, in the trailer. Okay. So Michelle Williams, she's, ama- she's the one who should have gotten the Oscar for this yeah. movie. So in the, I think of this all the yeah. time. So there's a scene where, like, Casey Affleck, you know, who basically just looks cold. That's his acting. He just looks cold. Like, look like I'm yeah. cold. Like I'm, it looks know. like he's looking for so, a Dunkin' Donuts all the time. Basically. Yeah. So he and Michelle Williams, you know, they have a scene, yeah. they, you know. And she says, like, my heart was broken. <gasps> and her line delivered. You know what oh, I'm Oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. I say that all the time. My heart was broken. And her face is so That's red. The, it was, like, real acting. Oh, it was real. And my heart was broken. That's yeah. her dessert. He needs to give it to her if he wants to. Or at least that jacket she's wearing in the scene. Because that's a very, like, that was a good pull oh, yeah. by give wardrobe. Give the Oscar to the jacket. Yeah. yeah. Give the Oscar to the jacket. That's yeah. her dessert. So we're back from a non-existent commercial. Because we don't have commercials. Because two people are listening to this. And I think you need three people to get people to buy commercials, right? Allison. Yeah, come on, guys. We we want to start doing some ads for Casper. I know. I want I a free a Casper mattress. mattress. I want a free fucking Casper mattress. Okay, so this is just like some added leftover headlines. Just some little bits. Yeah. Um, so Richard Gere and his wife of four months, Alejandra Silva, are expecting their first baby together. She's 35. He'll be 69 when his second baby um, comes. Yes. Um, and so 
I was trying to do the math on this because I love it when an old man has a baby. Don't try to do math. Don't try to do math. No, I got really... I started getting into, like, the 100s, and I was like, no, Allison, that's not right. But, like, by the time that kid is, like, teenager years, right? Like, the Mm -hmm. years where he's going to be, like, trying to sneak alcohol from his, like, dad. His dad's going to be so old that they're not really going to have booze in the house. Like, he's going to have his friends over being like, okay, well, we've got couple cases of boost and some of it looks kind of old like it might be fermented so i don't know what old people you're talking about because i'm gonna be boozing <laughs> until the, to the grave but... richard richard gears buddhist oh buddhists don't drink booze i don't know hey our one buddhist <laughs> oh, sh- listener chime in here let us know but i think like a lot of people are like oh my god it's so wrong you know for richard gear he's not old to have a baby he's not thinking of the baby now i don't think it's wrong for him to have a kid being old as hell, I think it's wrong for him to bring another kid into the world who's uh, going to get made fun of on the playground for having a dad who's got three generations of gerbils living in his <laughs> guts. That's that's what's wrong. And I will n- I'll never stop not believing those gerbils. That gerbil <laughs> urban legend. It's not an urban legend. It's a fact. That poor kid's going to have to share his inheritance with like 40 gerbils. With yes, <laughs> okay. So radio host Mike Adams claims that Camila Cabello, of formerly of Fifth Harmony, mm-hmm. won the role of Maria in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story movie. Yeah, congratulations to her if she did. <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm sure it was a really tight race between her and Emma Stone, who I'm sure that producers were like, I don't know, she's very convincing as a Cuban girl. But it could have been worse. It could have been Leah Michelle. And, you know, we've all heard Camila sing live. So I think what I so I hope Steven Spielberg is going to pay tribute to the first West Side Story movie by dubbing her voice, her singing voice. Like the <laughs> first one. <laughs> oh, I like Camila Cabello's voice. Oh, my God, you do. I love this harmony. I've, I've listened to Wait, work do for- your impress- impression of her singing voice. What's her big song? Oh, she's like. Uh, it's like it's like a mouse, huh? It's like about Havana. She's like, oh na 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 na. Oh my god, that's not bad. I know. I should be. You need a little more mousy, like. Oh na na na. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Camila, is that you? It is. Maria from West Side Story, is that you? Welcome, welcome to the microphone, Camila Cabello. Okay, so K Michelle from Love and Hip Hop. Yes. She used to date. I don't know. Date is the word. Um, Idris Elba for a second, and she tells Hollywood Unlocked. That he gave amazing head, meaning he sucked her coochie <laughs> to a new dimension. I guess. So polite of you. So, yeah, I'm, yeah. For our, this is G-rated, so I try to keep it G-rated. Yeah, we've got a lot of seniors and children listening to this, so it's very important. Um, I, I'm not like I, I'm not a big fan of Love and Hip Hop, just because I don't. I'm Canadian. I don't get that channel, but I do watch clips online, and it's like. I'm okay with her saying stuff like that because to me that feels like the kind of celebrity tell-all that I'm into. Like, don't make me read the whole book. Just be like, this is what Idris Elba is like, the end. If if only every celebrity tell-all was like that quick. Like well, 30 seconds, just like, tell me who's disagree- good at what. Yeah, and I disagree with you. I think it's, I was disappointed by it because if you're going to talk about Idris Elba and sex, tell me about that dick. Don't tell me about how he ate your coochie. I want to know dick. I want to know size. I want to know girth. I want to know how many veins. I want to know how thick the veins are. So that's why I don't agree with it. I'm a lady. So all I care about is Idris Elba's brain. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Moving yeah. on. Speaking of brains, one of the 
um, biggest brains of our time, Jaden Smith, thinks there's a real-life Wakanda from Black Panther on Earth, telling the Huffington Post, uh, the technology that we're currently at is not the maximum of the human capability, and that there are places in the world where their technology supersedes what we see here on a daily basis. It's made by humans, and it should be acknowledged, and it should be looked at because it could heal a lot of problems. So basically, he's been to the Scientology Center many times. That's what he's talking about, right? Yeah, and you know, Wakanda I... is the gold base, whatever that's <laughs> called. You're, yeah, Wakanda's located like below Franklin Street, like underneath yeah. the Celebrity Center. You know what? I I don't doubt him. Like Jane Smith is a Scientologist. He probably has access to like a spaceship. Allegedly, and time travel. Allison. Yeah, allegedly, right. allegedly, he's familiar with Scientology. But yeah, I don't, I don't doubt him. I'm sure that he probably knows of. Yeah, I, but I don't remember like an imprisoned cult leader's wife in Black Panther. <laughs> I must have missed that part. So you were in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, Lindsay Lohan. Here we go. Another brilliant mind of our time. Another brilliant mind of our time. Shit on the hashtag Me Too movement by telling the Times in the UK that um, if you get raped, you should file a police report at that time. And she added. I'm going to really hate myself for saying this, and she should have stopped right there, but she kept going. (laughs) But I think by women speaking against all these things, it makes them look weak when they're very strong women. You have these girls who come out, who don't even know who they are, who do it all for attention. This is taking away from the fact that it happened. So... (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there in that little... So she's saying that getting like speaking out against you know speaking out about assault is attention seeker seeking but saying stupid shit about that is not attention seeking yeah i like Like she's basically just saying this for attention yeah i liked Lindsay better when the most questionable thing coming out of her mouth was that accent and also i love that she's like such oh she's had much more questionable things than that come out of her mouth but Uh, again i'm a lady so i don't know anything about that no, but she, also I love how she's like has all of a sudden has such like an honorable relationship with the police. Like, oh, you should go to the police and like be real with the police and stuff. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, but aren't you the same person who like lied to the police about who was driving the car and whose drugs it was and and the black who, kid did it? Yeah, yeah, who stole what jewelry and what fur coat? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, so Allison and I, we wanted to bring in uh, one of Delos's oldest feature since the beginning, Hot Slow the Day, into this podcast. So what we came up with was a little game to test my Hot Slow the Day knowledge, which, spoiler alert, is not great because my brain is mush. <laughs> and um, so she picked a Hot Slow. I told her to pick an easy one, and she says it's easy, but I th- I think it's easy. I like oh, no. I went and I started rudimentary with this one. Okay, so she's going to she pick one, and I'm going yeah. to ask some questions, yes or no questions, and um, I'm going to try and guess it. So, yeah. oh, we're going to put 90 seconds on the clock. Yeah, this is real. This is real. This is yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yes. Go. Okay. Uh, go. Are you a human? Yes. Uh, are you from, uh, uh, were you, are you from the eighties? So mostly, mm, I would say, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Okay. Yes. And um, no. Are you female? Yes. Are you white? Yes. Are you a singer? No. Are you an actress? Yes. 
Were you mainly in TV? No. Were you mainly in movies? Yes. Are you considered, at the time, at your peak, A-list? Oh, very. Um, oh, I should st- I should stress. She was, uh, I mean, they <laughs> were um, big in movies, and now they're big in TV. I kind of I kind of misled you by saying that they weren't really in TV. Why well, is it at your peak? But okay. Um, yeah. Fuck. Are you blonde? No. Uh, I have one last question. Okay. I feel like you're so close to getting it. Were you hot slow of the day within five years? Yes. And I'll say this. I'm going to give you a hint. Multiple times I have made the hot slut of the day page. So we might be dealing with somebody who was hot slut of the month. Just putting it out there. Here's to recap. Huge in the 80s. Fairly big now. Started out in movies. White person. Not a singer. Actress. Not blonde. Not blonde. Um, yeah, it was like huge A-list in the 80s. I would argue fairly A-list in the 90s. Maybe for Why a different... Why can I get this? Oh, I like... I'm acting like I'm the hot slut. Um, they inspired a tattoo. A very famous what, one iconic tattoo very iconic and i'm not talking about like the the uh belly button like cat's butthole tattoo which is the most iconic tattoo of course oh my god um um, 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 um i give up all right i'm winona rider's face at the golden globes uh, no sag awards sag awards sag awards i would have never got really see i thought that was well, you, but see but see, no, you did it wrong because it was the hot slot was Winona Ryder's face, not Winona Ryder. So when I asked, are you human? Wait, are facial expressions human? Is that science? We need a scientist to Yes, yes, because like dogs don't make facial expressions. Yes, they do. They like open their mouth My and like dog sniff stuff. Always makes facial. He just must be he just must be special. If so, your do- if your dog went to the SAG Awards, it would make as many faces as Winona as Ryder. Me- more. more, more, yeah, definitely it's true. more. He's talented. Uh, that's why. Okay, so I'm O for O, and I will continue to be O for O because I'm terrible at this game. So that ends this our um, inaugural episode. Our plan is to do these twice a week. We'll yep. see how that goes. So that means you have twice as many opportunities to hit unsubscribe after we say something stupid yeah every time twice as many opportunities to go to cvs and buy headache medicine or earplugs or whatever or maybe we'll get a sponsorship and we can start sending them out for free hit us up advil (laughs) okay we'll see you bye bye